All right, so in today's message of the Holy Spirit Speaks the Mind of Christ, uh, we talked about quite a range of different kind of ideas. And I think it was really a good transition from talking about the mind of Christ to like the Holy Spirit and kind of how they coexist and how that kind of works. And so I'm going to kind of take parts of the message and kind of put it in a different order to just kind of show what that kind of means. So starting off in John chapter 15, verse 18, we touched on uh, this. It says, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. These are like very strong words. Like, um, the world would love you as one of its own if you had belonged to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. So that right there, I mean, we're, we're basically called to be hated by the world is kind of what that's saying. And then further on uh, in verse 26, um, Jesus says, but I will send you the advocate, speaking about the Holy Spirit, and he continues on, the spirit of truth. Um, he will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. And then, so now we can kind of see that, so we've been called to be hated, and then now we have this advocate, or some people say the helper, and so now what's the job of the helper? So then in chapter 16, down to verse 12, um, it says, There is so much more that I want to tell you, but can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. And so that right there is just saying that you know, and we talk about in the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ is, is that position where you, you have the clear head, you can understand what God's telling you, and so essentially you can hear God's voice, and God's voice is truth, and this is saying that the spirit of truth will lead you into truth. So it's all kind of connecting here. And then, so that was kind of what you started ending the message with, yes. and then this is kind of where you started in Second Corinthians chapter 3. It goes on to say, are we beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation or ask you to write such letters on our behalf? And it goes on, surely not. So we, we understand that we are capable of having the mind of Christ. We're capable of having the Holy Spirit. And these are all these kind of accolades, so to speak, that you could say like, oh, you know, I've gained this level in my Christianity, or I've gone that far, but, but Paul is saying, like, that's nothing to be boastful about. He says, our only confidence in verse 4, our only confidence, or we are confident in all this, because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we're qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. And then, way farther down in... Verse 18, it says, So all of us who have had the veil removed, or you've become born again, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord, and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him, and we are changing to His glorious image. So that right there, I mean, it just keeps bringing into this idea of be strong in the mind of Christ, and then understand that the Holy Spirit is to help us, and those two things come together and lead us into truth, lead us into the proper steps. And, in triumph. Yeah, and, and in triumph. You also spoke on, on that, how you know we're called to live a life of triumph. And 
And these are all the building blocks towards that. That's right. Amen. Oh, powerful. Thank yeah. you.